Welcome to Hope with Jonathan podcast, where we share stories of hope. My name is Jonathan Trailer. I'm a 15-month kidney transplant recipient who faced a near-death experience back in July of 2019. I had a lot of different symptoms, chronic fatigue, swollen ankles, couldn't breathe very well, and really nauseated. And I stayed in the bed for days of what I thought was fighting the flu. No, it wasn't. It was complete kidney failure, guys. Stage 5 ESRD. Within a few days, they removed about 30 pounds of fluid. And I had to ride in a helicopter to get dialysis treatment to save my life. Listen, guys. We now try to educate people, inspire, and motivate through the power of sharing your warrior story. If you like stories like this, stay tuned. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Never let hope become a memory. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hope with Jonathan podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, on this podcast, this is going to be a podcast where we talk about the subject of hope is greater than fear. That's right, guys. Hope is greater than fear. Have you ever faced your greatest obstacle? Have you been through great adversity? I know that I have. In July of 2019, I faced my darkest time that I had ever faced in my life. I faced a point in my life that I wasn't sure I was going to be around. wasn't sure I was going to make it. I faced death, a near-death experience with kidney failure. And looking back on my journey, I realized that there was a reason why that I survived. And so I want to present to you this podcast, the hope is greater than fear. It was a dark, hot night, July 8th of 2019. 
I had been in the bed for many days with what I thought I was suffering with was the flu. Literally had no strength at all, couldn't keep anything down, very nauseated, swollen ankles, swollen legs. My heart had a very strange rhythm, had a terrible taste in my mouth. And I was pretty disoriented and I had very bad chronic fatigue. I just, I, I couldn't stop sleeping. I had no idea that I was slipping away minute by minute. And it got to a point where my wife asked me to get out of bed. When I went to get out of bed, I literally, a grown man, I fell on the floor. A grown man who was always strong, big, large frame, muscular, loved to eat, kind of a big guy. <laughs> always was able to pick up, lift anything that I wanted, do what I wanted. Thought I was going to live forever. You know what? I was eating what I wanted and did what I wanted kind of mentality with no accountability led me flat on my back with kidney failure but again hope is greater than fear looking back on that night I realized that I had a purpose God had a plan all along for me Looking back on that night, I realized that there was a greater calling. Looking back on that night, I realized that there was more of a purpose and more, more things that God had planned for me to do. And, but I wasn't ready yet. I had to survive this. I had to experience it. I had to go through it in order to bring it this kind of podcast. So I'm gonna go a little deep with it. I'm gonna let you guys know my personal story. Most of my life, guys, I was always, for the most part, overweight. Like I said, I ate what I wanted, did what I wanted. Ate a lot of fast food. Didn't really incorporate a lifestyle of uh, accountability, acceptance determination, lack of motivation, never really followed a plan for diet or exercise, never had a regimen. Looking back on that, I realized that that lifestyle was quite scary. And that's what ultimately led me to emergency kidney failure. See that night, July 19th, or J- July of 2019, I, I, I experienced emergency kidney failure. I landed at my emergency room after that I realized later on that I could not urinate. Went to get out of bed and I had no strength at all, fell flat in the floor. My son, my at the time was 17, came in my room, helped me get up. My wife 
had to help me get up and get in the bed. I knew at that point that something was very wrong. As I look back, I realized that I had many people uh, giving me support. The support had already started with my family. Hope is greater than fear. I'm going to mention that throughout this podcast because that's going to be my coping mechanism so that I can get through this. It's not an easy story for me to tell at certain points. I care enough about you and I care enough about people out there that if you come across this podcast, I hope that it inspires you and wants you to to bring you to a point of motivation, inspiration, to continue in the journey of life, but to live it the right way. Not because I'm telling you how to live it, but there's a right way and a wrong way. The way I did it my first 41 years was wrong. Living a sedentary lifestyle with no exercise regimen, eating what you want, not following a proper diet can lead you straight to kidney disease. And if you're not careful, straight to death. I was just moments from death. But yet hope is greater than fear. I reached the emergency room here in my local town. They did not have a dialysis machine or ward. After they ran my blood labs, they came crashing in and told me, how long have your kidneys been failed? Did you know you had kidney failure? How long have your kidneys been acting up? didn't really have an answer for him at the time because I was struggling to breathe. By that time, the fluid had reached my lungs from my legs. My lungs began to fill up. My heart began to palpitate and I could not talk. I was breathing literally as if I had ran a marathon. You ever ran? You ever just took off running? Got that sense of just where you're breathing really deep and a lot of oxygen and blood circulation and you, you can feel it in your body. That's the way that's the way I was breathing. Very labored. And I was scared. I was scared out of my mind, guys. My hope was greater than fear. Once they come crashing in, they told me they we got to get you out of here. We got to get you to San Antonio. We got to put you in a helicopter. We got to get you there. You don't have long. I had family members to show up. One of my cousins, he began to pray for me in the name of Jesus. Side note, I, I, was, I was talking to a, the nurse. He was a young man. I began to witness to him and tell him that that God was able, that he was going to save me. I began to tell him I was going to make it, I was going to survive, that God was going to bring me through. That young man was looking at me in awe. He didn't know what to think. His response to me was, I don't know, man, I don't know. 
The hope is greater than fear, guys. Hope is greater than fear. As they staff flighted me to San Antonio, I began to fly in that helicopter. I want you to know I had a peace, had a peace of mind. I'd never rode in a helicopter in my life. Ever. Hey guys, this is Jonathan host of the Hope with Jonathan podcast. And hey guys, Hope with Jonathan now has a website, www.hopewithjonathan.com, where you can go over and find out where to follow us on all of our social media links, our podcast, our YouTube channel, and much more. Again, guys, for more information on Hope with Jonathan, you can go to www.hopewithjonathan.com. I'd never, I'd never ridden in a helicopter, ever, in my whole life. And I had peace of mind. I, I have a fear of heights. I, I literally have a fear of heights. And when they told me I was going in a helicopter, I, you know, I didn't have time to panic. I couldn't even breathe. Got in a helicopter with, they, they had me strapped to a bed. I was on a gurney and they, and they wheeled me in there and they put me in there and I was on my way. As soon as we landed there, Methodist Hospital, they wheeled me out. They brought me in. When the door hit the the gurney, the bed, when, the, when that door hit, I come busting through. They wheeled me right into the ER. There was a room and it was as if they had were anticipating my, my arrival. And I can still see the, the, the image of the, of the emergency room physician. And I can still hear his voice where he, he looked at my chart really quickly and he looked at me and he said, you better grab the crash car. I blacked out immediately, completely blacked out. I seen nothing, it was dark. As if I fell asleep in like a dark, cold sleep. If you want to know the truth, I really think I was on my way out. But hope is greater than fear. I woke up three days later in the ICU with hoses and tubes and lines and my my family next to me and people squeezing my arm and my hands. Machines were running and beeping and smells and it was a very dramatic experience. It was really, really my story is sort of a scene out of a out of your favorite movie or favorite sitcom, medical sitcom, ER, Grey's Anatomy, one of those, Chicago Hope, maybe one of those. Literally is what happened, unfolded right in front of me. As I began to count to, I realized I had a tube in my throat and I couldn't speak and I couldn't talk. So I went back and my mind had relayed back to the time that 
I grew up with my sister who's hearing impaired and I knew sign language. I began to talk to my I began to talk to my family through sign language to let them know that I'd like to talk, but I can't because I got a tube in my throat. Once they relayed that message and they came in and the nurses came in and they sort of looked at me and started checking me over and then they realized that eventually I was going to be able to get that tube out of my throat. I got to be honest with you guys, the nurses that were coming in that room, they weren't anticipating that. I really truly believe they were preparing my family for the worst. They did not think I was going to pull through. Let me tell you why. My potassium was nine. My potassium had reached a score of nine, which is off the charts high. And I truly believe that the nurses and the doctors, they were trying to prepare my family for the worst. But yet, hope was greater than fear. Hey guys, have you checked out Kidney Conversations, a new series brought to you by host Hope with Jonathan and KWM's Kidney Warrior merch, Kyle Hawkers from Toronto, Canada. Yes, it's a brand new series brought to you by us for you as the kidney patient. We're trying to inform, educate, and inspire by sharing and spreading awareness for kidney disease, dialysis, kidney failure, transplant, organ donation, and so much more. This is a brand new series, guys, brought to you by Hope with Jonathan and Kidney Warrior Merch. What we're going to do is post weekly on our pages across social media. Right now, it's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then on Friday, we'll be releasing an informative video over on Hope with Jonathan. Check it out, guys. KidneyConversations.info I truly believe that God was trying to prepare me for something great. I truly believe that there's a reason why I completely survived that moment. If it had not been for the prayers and the support of my family, friends, people that I went to church with, people that knew me, people that were acquainted with me through different family members and friends and social media, they all hit their knees and they all began to pray for me. I truly believe that had I not had that type of support, I wouldn't be here. Hope is greater than fear. Many of you may come across this podcast and you're going through a scenario or situation that is dark. Maybe you're suffering with kidney disease. Maybe you're suffering with some other form of disease. Maybe you're facing depression. Maybe you're going through something that is just, it doesn't look good. Maybe there's 
it's just a dark moment for you in life. I want to tell you that hope is greater than fear. And if I can survive a near-death experience with kidney failure, like what I just told you, explain to you my personal story. If I can survive that, guys, you can survive it too. Because hope is greater than fear. Had a lot of time as I come to out of the ICU and they began to get me ready and walk me around and, and get me up and moving and, and, and walking around the uh, the hospital uh, corridor there, the, the whole floor. Um, they began to get me up and make sure that I could move and things like that. And they, they moved me just to a standard room and began to recuperate started doing dialysis in a dialysis area there that they had much like going to dialysis when you go in the center only it was in the hospital and um had a lot of time to think i began to think about a lot of reasons why that i was where i was at there were some things that i had to do first of all i had to become accountable and realized that I couldn't blame anybody else. I had to blame myself. I had to come to terms with it. That was tough. I threw a pity party for myself the first, probably the first night, and I didn't answer the phone. Didn't want to answer the phone in the hospital. Didn't want to, didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't really have nothing to say. I felt, I felt alone. I'm a spiritual person. I believe in prayer. I begin to reach out to the Lord. I begin to call on Him. I want you to know that God began to give me peace. And he came into my room. I truly believe that He, he comforted me. He became a comfort to speak to me you can say I'm crazy you can call it what you want but the Lord is real and is powerful and there's power in prayer prayer changes things there's not a doubt in my mind that I'm not able to sit here and do this podcast without his grace and his anointing his power. I'm, I'm here. I'm here because of him. And as I begin to look back at my my moment that I had, my old uh, I'll go ahead and say it, my old oh crap moment. I had, to, I had to come to terms with a lot of things. I had to become accountable. And then I had to accept things. I had to accept what had happened. To be honest with you, I had to do it in a real, 
relatively short amount of time because you know the hospital and the doctors and the nephrologists and the dietitian with so much information coming my way hit me hit me and my wife and my family like a ton of bricks i mean they were shooting out words like my phosphorus potassium my fistula permacath uh, white blood cells, red blood cells, dialysis, hemodialysis, terms like that, AKI, acute kidney injury, um, you know, end stage, ESRD, or, you know, just a lot of medical terminology. I, I had to learn it fast and I had to accept it. I had to have acceptance. I was told by my I was told by my uh, vascular surgeon that did my that did my fistula. He said, "You you truly are a miracle." And he said, "You're truly a miracle because most patients that go to the hospital in that scenario, they don't make it. You're listening to a person tell their story." And I'm, I'm literally a living miracle. And so there's no doubt in my mind that you cannot tell me that there is not a God and that prayer doesn't work because I'm a living witness completely. You know, I'm not, I'm not hooping and hollering or trying to preach a sermon to you. I'm just giving you my story. And uh, even though it may sound a little bit drab, it, it's just because it, it, is a, it is a hard story for me to tell all the details. I've told the story many times, but God gave me this thought about hope is greater than fear. And I wanted to share this with you. You're going through a time right now that you need to, you need to start becoming accountable for things. And you're going through a time when you have to start accepting things and learning from things. And it was the hardest decision in my life to accept what had happened to me, but I had to do it and I had to do it quickly. And I had to start learning and absorbing as much information as I could. Once I come to terms with what happened to me, once I come to terms with it, I was able to move on to the next step, which was how, what do we do to fix this or how do I maintain? Because I knew if I wanted to live, I had to listen to what they were telling me. And as things progressed, I, I ended up leaving that hospital and they had nursed me back. And, and when I left there after two weeks, I was still a very sick man. And I showed up at dialysis here in my local city and I did in-center dialysis. And when I showed up, I was still like a deer in headlights. I was still lost. Like I said, guys, I had no knowledge of this stuff. No, no education on kidney disease, dialysis, transplant, organ donation. Not even much knowledge on my diabetes, hypertension. And I began to look over some of the things that had happened to me and I realized it all happened for a reason. 
and you say, you really believe that? You really believe that you went through a near-death experience? You really think that you went through all that and it happened for you for a reason? Yes, I do. I truly believe it. I believe that I went through it for a reason because it, it made me a different person. I was more grateful for life. I was more grateful for friends and family and I was more grateful for, for just the small things in life. And another word that was missing out of my life was determination. I became determined that I was gonna live. As a matter of fact, I I had told I had told a nurse in the in the ICU, I told a nurse that I was hellbound and determined that I would walk out of that hospital. I didn't walk out of the hospital. They wheeled me out in a wheelchair, but I walked to the car, from the wheelchair to the car, and I left that hospital. Because hope is greater than fear, guys. I did in-center dialysis for 10 months. I had lots of different issues. Uh, the central line uh, was sort of an issue after a while because it, it kind of started getting clotted. They wanted me to get a fistula right away. They, they instilled that in me right away because of infection. They wanted me to get a fistula. So as soon as I went and talked to the vascular surgeon, of course, you know, he tells me, you did everything backwards. <laughs> You started with a near-death experience. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be primed and prepped for all this stuff. That wasn't my story. Got the fish seal installed. Had some successful treatments. Went and got the central line pulled out. Next thing I knew, they couldn't figure out how to stick me. They finally figured that out. Thank God I had a 20-year tech in my in my center that knew how to stick me. You know what, that lady was a Christian. She began to, she began to pray for me. And then another technician came through that was driving from San Antonio. His name was Marlon. I'll never forget Marlon. It encouraged me every day. There were so many people in that in my center that were encouragers that would really try to inspire me and encourage me. A lot of people don't have that great of experience in center. I did. I had a great center. Willing to answer any question that I had. And I learned so much within 10 months that they progressed me to home hemodialysis. And when I did the home hemodialysis, I did that with my wife as my care partner. We went in, we learned it within three weeks and graduated and we did it. It was a very big sacrifice and my wife, I owe her, I owe her the rest of my life for that. Determined to live. That's what I was. I was determined to live. I was going to make it. After I graduated to home hemo, we did about three months of treatment. And one day I got a call for transplant. It came out of the blue. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. 
I'd gotten a call one day and I literally thought it was probably about a computer question because I worked in technology and IT and things like that. And that phone call eventually led to the conversation of we would like to offer you our brother, our family member's kidney. On August the 11th, I was direct donated to in San Antonio, Texas, all the way from Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. That's where I grew up, born and raised. When I was offered that kidney, I wasn't really sure what to do, and I reached out to some mentors, people that had been there, really strong influencers that God had put in my life some incredible kidney warriors. They begin to tell me, you need to take this kidney, it's your kidney. And after they encouraged me to do so, I took that kidney and you know what guys, it's the best decision I ever made in my life. Or one of the. At that moment, it was the best decision I ever made in my life. Got me completely off dialysis. Yeah, I do take a bushel of meds, but I would rather take those meds and do dialysis any day of the week. I'm telling you all this today to try to encourage you guys, to let you guys know it can happen. During those 10 months, I went through a lot of changes. I, I became I began to follow the renal diet. I did it religiously. I, I literally gave up foods that I had eaten for years because I was wanted to live. Some of you out there, is, I can't do it. There's no way. I just can't do it. Yes, you can. You're talking to a guy or listening to a guy that literally ate everything he wanted, anytime he wanted, and did what he wanted. Hope is greater than fear. When you're faced with a great obstacle, when you're faced with great adversity, you have to have accountability, you have to have acceptance, and you have to have determination have to be able to accept what is going on you have to be able, be accountable for your part in it and you have to have determination to make it and overcome it, whatever that obstacle whatever the adversity is and I want to say this you can't do it alone you have to have other people involved that have been there and you have to have great mentorship you have to have support and if you don't have it i gotta be honest i don't know how you do it august the 11th i was transplanted in san antonio i came home and for probably the first month i had to really get used to urinating again and 
they told me to go ahead and start eating some foods that I had been laying off because my phosphorus dropped so low since I had been so, you know, crucially, uh, religiously following the renal diet. They, they were like, you need to start eating some foods. So I began to eat some foods and I had to get used to being hydrated again, and things like that. So I began to do all that. My labs were looking pretty good and stable. And then I've been blessed, you know, for a year and a half, my, my, my labs have been really stable. Like I said, guys, it was a great decision. Take that kidney. The hope is greater than fear. I started Hope with Jonathan to create awareness for kidney disease and talk about all aspects of kidney disease, whether it be dialysis, kidney transplant, waiting for a kidney, talk about diets, renal diets, talk about nephrology, just any any aspect that we can talk about on Hope with Jonathan. If you've never listened to a podcast before, I believe truly that this is one of my most important podcasts that I've ever made. I really hope that this podcast will shed some some light and some hope on how that I was able to overcome my greatest adversity, my greatest time my darkest time. You can make it. You can overcome. You can do this. You're not a failure. You gotta pick yourself up. Find your purpose and go again. That's what I did. Hope is greater than fear. My name is John the Trailer. I'm the host and founder of Hope with John the Podcast. I truly believe in the power of sharing your story. I truly believe that God allow me to survive a near-death experience with kidney failure. To bring others hope in their greatest time of desperation facing adversity. I hope you guys are blessed by this. Y'all stay safe. Remember to take care of your kidneys. Remember that hope is greater than fear. God bless. KidneySolutions.org A network of transplant experience. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, 
and Twitter, kidneysolutions.org. Kidney transplantation is an excellent option for patients with kidney disease who want to live a life free of dialysis. Kidney Solutions is facilitated by transplant professionals, recipients, and living donors who want to assist patients in finding a living kidney donor and help them and their families through the pre- and post-transplant process. You can contact Kidney Solutions at 830-285-2140. Again, kidneysolutions.org, a network of transplant experience.